So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. It's official. WWE is going Viva Las Vegas. What is up, everybody? It is Kev Kellum here with a breaking news video for Sports Key to Wrestling. If you haven't done already, subscribe to our channel here on YouTube, here on Facebook, and go ahead and give us your likes, go and give us your thumbs down, your thumbs up, your reactions, whatever you're thinking of this news, let us know right now. Uh, and if you haven't done already, uh, check out our podcast channel as well. You can get podcast audio of all of our different shows. Just last night, we talked to Dutch Mantel, legendary booker, uh, wrestling personality, he talked about all the different WWE releases, a very eventful SmackDown this week. Also, we have uh, we have Vince Russo. We have Vince Russo every Monday night talking Monday Night Raw. So if you haven't already checked out our channel, go ahead and check it out, especially if this is the first time you're seeing it. You can see the big news there. That is Allegiant Stadium, the home of the Las Vegas Raiders, formerly the Oakland Raiders, Los Angeles Raiders of the NFL. A huge stadium. You can see about 71,000, 72,000 for uh, international soccer and football, 61,000 for expanded additions there. It is a state-of-the-art facility. This will be one of the first major, major entertainment events to be held there outside of football. Uh, this is a big one. This is a big one. We've heard about this for weeks. Uh, let us know what you think of this news. Does this draw you to Las Vegas? Do you want to go and see this event? Is WWE really pulling out all the stops to make this big return to live events? Uh, noteworthy one as they announced uh, they will be hitting the road, hitting arenas. Throughout the country with 25 dates leading up to Labor Day. And this will be one of those dates. Uh, we knew they were going to do this. Interesting thing about this as well is this is a Saturday. This is a Saturday show. Uh, we knew about this last week, but certainly interesting uh, to see WWE want to present their show on a Saturday. They were doing this with WrestleMania the past two years. Is You got uh, a Saturday WrestleMania, a Sunday WrestleMania. This show will only be on a Saturday, not a two-night event. Uh, interesting there. Uh, you know, Las Vegas has been going like crazy recently. I've seen a lot of social media posts from just people going out there and enjoying everything that Las Vegas has to offer. It already is a destination. WWE uh, announcing when they said we're going to do the 21st, we're going to do a Saturday in a summer destination city uh, this is a destination year-round uh but certainly with the, the united states opening up now vaccination getting very very high i'm here in chicago we're going full capacity in just about a less than a week's time uh and then you have new york city doing it in a few weeks so it, it's pretty crazy here uh the official video from wwe is also interesting uh as it teases the event it teases a handful of big names but one name that it teases is not a wrestler it's cardi b Cardi B is one of the most popular rap superstars in the world. Of course, WAP was uh, one of the biggest songs of the last year and a half. Uh, she's won a lot of different awards, a huge following online, and uh, had a kind of like a social media back and forth last year with some people in WWE uh, and said, oh, I love all these different ruthless aggression era wrestlers. I love them. And then people just started saying, what if she did something with WWE? Apparently, there's a lot of rumors speculation that she will indeed do something with WWE. No confirmation from her or WWE about this, but it's very interesting to note in this official announcement video that WWE put out, 
her music is the soundtrack of it very prominently. You hear it very, very quickly. It's very, very clear that it's her. No images of her, no uh, no teases that she's involved with it, uh, but certainly would be interesting. And this is a big marquee event. I may even think that this could be bigger than WrestleMania because you're talking about a full stadium event, full stadium event. Uh, no less than 61,000 tickets could be sold for this. You're, you're talking 61 to 72,000, depending on how they fit up the stadium. Because think about this. They're doing 72,000 for uh, an event like this. And you can do that with football, different things, different arrangements. But you can also fill up the field. So that's another eight, 9,000 people. So there's a lot of different people you can do with this. Uh, and it gets even more complicated because this is in Las Vegas, obviously an entertainment uh, capital of the world right now. Uh, but it gets even more complicated. Manny Pacquiao is going to be fighting Errol Spence Jr. Same night. Big pay-per-view boxing match across town. And WWE is going to potentially outdraw them in terms of a live crowd. And maybe even be seen by more people because it'll be on Peacock for like 5 to $10 with a subscription fee, right? Whereas the Manny Pacquiao fight is going to be a big pay-per-view for what? 50 60 bucks on pay-per-view? So quite the move by WWE. We knew this was coming, but quite the move here. Let me know what you guys are thinking. Sound off on here. Uh, people asking, is Cardi B going to perform at SummerSlam? I don't know. There's just a lot of rumors and speculation, and this kind of adds to it here. Some people saying, could they do 90,000 people? I don't think they could do 90,000 people, Jonathan, who's texting in there. Uh, I, I, I could see them doing around 76 to 72, uh, depending on how many people you can fit on the field there. Uh, they have not had international soccer matches there, but their official information says they can draw uh, that ar- that crowd, depending on how they want to arrange the stadium here. Uh, so very interesting here. Uh, Dan saying many people, uh, yeah, but that many will that many people show up? Dan, yes, yes, I think that many people will show up, and here's why: uh, WWE is going full force with their marketing to say that they are back on the road. They're going to be in all these different markets. Uh, Also, NBC is going to be behind this. This is going to be a major, major event for NBC to push on Peacock. And they have a handful of things in the summer, and this is going to be one of those big, big, big things in the summer right now. Uh, And they're going to want you to get Peacock if you haven't got it already. If you do have it and you're just not using it, here's the reason to get you involved in the live element of what it could be. I think this could be a really, really big deal and a beautiful stadium here, you know, right off the Las Vegas Strip. You see what fans are thinking here. Ryan saying Vegas is good for WWE. I'm of the thought that it is as well. I think some people that maybe are on the fence about going to WWE matches are involved in this. Uh, you know, think, yeah, Gold Cup going to be there in August Legion as well. They're going to have, you know, some international soccer here. It's Vegas. Vegas is a big draw for this event. Uh, it being in a, in a place that people want to go to when they can start going to somewhere. The circumstances lay it up for people to draw to this here. Uh, It it could be something really, really special for it as well. Uh, Seeing what fans are thinking about here. They're just loving the idea of it here. Uh, Ozzy saying, uh, and will Bad Bunny be there with zombies? I don't know about zombies, but Bad Bunny is a big star. He was a big hit for WWE this year at WrestleMania. I I wouldn't be opposed to it here. Um, uh, I love this news from some baseball fans. Wrigley and guaranteed rate field are already full capacity. We open, baby. Go White Sox, even though they lost to the Tigers today. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, yeah, so it'll be an interesting thing here, man. And what do you think of it being on a Saturday night? Do you guys like the idea of SummerSlam on a Saturday night? Does it make it easier for you to plan? I've talked to a lot of fans who are international, uh, and they like the idea of this because of the time difference. You know, a lot of people I've talked to in Europe really like this idea uh, that it could be something special in that regard. Uh, and, of course, a lot of people predicting about who makes their return. We've heard about Brock Lesnar 
And his name was dropped a handful of times this week on Monday at Raw by people on Monday at Raw. And uh, we've we've heard about uh, John Cena, but Becky Lynch coming back would be quite, would be quite the spectacle for them here. Uh, let us know what you think if you just joined the video. If you're uh, watching this on demand, what do you think of WWE committing to Las Vegas here, August 21st? It's going to be quite the event here. I don't think they're going to do anything lighthearted. I think you're going to get some really special things on this show. I think some payoffs will be given to you. Something special for fans around the world watching will get this, and fans coming out there will get it as well. Uh, the best places for SummerSlam or WrestleMania is New Orleans and Las Vegas. They are party cities. I went to uh, WrestleMania in New Orleans not the first one where Daniel Bryan won the championship. I went to the second one after that. And it was absolutely, if you like to party, if you like to go out and drink and be out really late after an event, Las Vegas is a place to do that. <laughs> like uh, Las Vegas is absolutely a place to do that. And that's why I see them wanting to say or tease big names like Lesnar, big names like Cena, and have a celebrity like Cardi B to get a casual crowd to be like, yeah, dude, wrestling is in Vegas this weekend. Why don't we just go? It's WWE. It's their big show. Even for your casual fans, as much as people think they have to do stuff for hardcore fans, they really have to do something for the casual fan who's watching as well. Let us know what you guys think. Tell us what matches you want to see on SummerSlam. Tell us what superstars you want to see on SummerSlam. Maybe share some of your SummerSlam memories in the comments as well uh yeah so people pumped about this i think this is a really good thing here uh you know kevin nath saying i don't think it will sell that many well kevin here's the thing you're wrong uh i'm not i'm not saying this to you to make you feel bad but i think this will do very very well this will do quite well uh for wwe another thing is they don't have to sell that many tickets a lot of these will be given to sponsors a lot of these will be given to uh fans through contesting and different things like that and that's okay do you do that with any event? Anyone who does that, any sports team you love does that. There's nothing wrong with it. It's done. Part of the process. And there'll be a lot of people that will want to go to this. Who will say like, wait, wait, why would I go to my at Raw or SmackDown or a live show when I can save up my money and fly out to Vegas? It's a good reason to go to Vegas here, guys. And it's a very appealing event on paper. There's a lot of people I've talked to who, who are down on WWE, but like, wait, SummerSlam in Vegas? Hmm. Like on paper, it pops to people and I get it. Some people want to just, uh, you know, crap on WWE right now, but here's the thing. Uh, it's just cause you hear about releases and just cause you hear about that stuff. Doesn't mean that this thing isn't going to, isn't going to move along. All right. This machine keeps rolling. There were still, you know, millions of people watching SmackDown last night. And just cause you got mad and you tweeted some things out, doesn't stop the machine. And it doesn't stop many, many other people who aren't you from enjoying it. Um, so a lot of people with different takes here. Uh, let us know where you guys are watching from and, and how it is. Uh, Ozzy wanted to know, and like you said, how much are tickets and prices? You know, we haven't gotten ticket price or it, that that type of information. I assume that'll be announced in the days and weeks ahead. Uh, you know, WWE had a situation with WrestleMania this year where they announced tickets are going on sale this day, and then they didn't go on sale that day, and it was because they had they were still Florida was still coming back. You know, and how many people would the, you know, the, the officials in Florida let them have uh, at Raymond James Stadium when they ran WrestleMania there for two nights? And they wanted to do 45,000 each night. They got to do about 25,000 each night. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be interesting here. Uh, I want to know what you guys think here. Uh, chime in with your thoughts here. Um, and Benjamin's saying we're going to get a Goldberg match. We're going to get Goldberg and Roman. That match should happen. Benjamin, I don't know about that. But, you know, Goldberg being on a big show like this to bring him out for the big ones, it would make, it would make a lot of sense here. A uh, lot to a uh, lot to discuss, lot to swallow 
lot to comprehend on this, and we will certainly find out more in the weeks and months ahead. I want to know what you guys are thinking in the comments below. Go ahead, engage the conversation. I dare you to tell me that this show will not do well. And guess what? It doesn't have to sell out to do well. It doesn't have to sell out. So if you're telling me they're not going to draw 40, 50,000 people, I don't, I don't believe you. Like you really have just drank all of the Kool-Aid from the trolls saying they're, they're going downhill and that's where they're doing this. Ah, uh, you know, come on. It's, it's not necessary. All right. Uh, this is Las Vegas. This is WWE. This is a huge marketing machine. It's going to do well, despite what you think on the internet. I'm not just being a pro WWE guy. I'm being a pro pro wrestling guy. And, and I'm looking forward to uh, what WWE can do here. Are you drawn to it? Do you want to go out to Las Vegas for WWE and SummerSlam? Let us know in the comments below. Let us know what you think. And remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is enjoy wrestling. As you know, in the WWE, it's always about the money. So is money going to be traded hands? Is WWE actually for sale? Some financial insiders who actually have investment are saying, there's a possibility that may not be a thing. Also, the WWE draft. That's right. There's been a lot of drafts and shakeups in the last two years. It looks like we're getting another one right around the time of, well, we'll tell you in a second. It's your Sports Keto Wrestling top story of the day. Hit the like button, baby. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. I am Kev Callum. He is Jose underscore G underscore official. 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 Uh, what's going on, everybody? Uh, we, we pop in here uh, late afternoon, weekdays, with all these big stories. Breaking, popping off, as the kids say. Popping off. Do you still say popping off? Uh, yeah, we're some not people do. Yeah, some, some people say that. Uh, let, let's get into our, our leadoff one here. A WWE draft is apparently in order, right? Is that how fast things go now? Is that how yes. fast they churn through the the deck of players in the, the deep deck that WWE has. A lot of people are angry about WWE having repetitive matches. So this one I felt was kind of coming up. Uh, but objectively, if you stand back, this is maybe the third or fourth. They do the shakeups sometimes. We'll have you know, different people come back. We have a lot of the rosters see each other on pay-per-views. The separations mm-hmm. of the rosters used to be this very uh, functional thing and, and helped you tell stories and raise people up doesn't really do much of a difference anymore but i do see fans paying attention to whenever a draft comes up even if they're more casual so what's the word on the latest wwe draft coming down the line that's right kevin and before we get started actually make sure you guys are subscribing the most important thing you can do right now make sure you are subscribing liking and engaging with the show the more you engage the, the the thumbs up the laughing emojis, the heart emojis, the angry emojis. The more engagement we get with you guys, the more viewers we get. So chime in in the comments. Let us know what you're thinking about this story. Because today we find out the date for the WWE draft. Um, and according to Andrew Zarian, who has been uh, right uh, quite a few times. And also like WrestleVotes, he's kind of gotten kind of spot on with uh, with his news. He's hearing that the WWE draft is scheduled for August 30th, which is Monday Night Raw, and then September 3rd, Friday Night SmackDown. Um, This information has not yet been confirmed by WWE, 
but he's nailed him and Russell votes has nailed when the fans are going to come back. Um, the stages, uh, you know, a lot of news leading up into all this stuff coming back mm-hmm. uh, with the fans between Andrews Aaron and Russell votes. We've gotten a lot of good, solid news. Um, now it's also been clarified that the actual draft will not be a superstar shakeup. But again, this has not been official yet by WWE. Mm. So could we see the big dog? Can we see the tribal chief back on Monday night? Raw. Ethan is not Ethan. Nathan is texting and saying, does Roman stand smack or does he head to raw? You know, he's probably the hottest act right now in terms of general universal and not, not no pun there just because he's the universal champion, but general universal praise, like the storylines with him, the promos with him, uh, everybody who hated him loves to hate him. Now they enjoy showing, showing up to see who's going to go in front of his merciless destruction and hubris. Right. Uh, and could he bring that to Monday Night Raw? Could that translate to a three-hour show? Could that translate back to Monday Night Raw where he was before? Uh, if I'm him, I want to stay on SmackDown. You know what I mean? I also think there is that sense of what, what show do you want to stay on? You want to stay on the hot show, uh, but you also understand uh, where you're going to be needed. Uh, yeah. Uh, other people chiming in with, you know, is this a possibility for returns? Is this how you bring a Daniel Bryan back? We've heard that, you know, he's not under contract with WWE as far as we know, but it's just a matter of, if and when he comes back, he does come back to WWE. Would you bring him back to Miami at Raw? So a lot of possibilities, a lot of things that could be shaking up here. Uh, Justin says the this is going to be awful. He just says it's bad. <laughs> he doesn't even know what's going to happen. It's just bad. So why I'll, not? I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. Like a, a Roman move into Monday Night Raw would be probably the jump start that Monday Night Raw needs right now in order to boost their ratings and make it a really good show. Uh, but I don't think Roman's probably going to go anywhere just because of that Fox money. He's on broadcast TV. It's it's a huge deal for Roman, your key marquee guy, to be on broadcast TV. And this is, uh, I believe, maybe the second or this is probably like the sec- second or third time they've done a draft under this arrangement where one of their main shows is on uh, a, a Fox a Fox outlet, the Fox Network. You know, the other is on NBC, uh, and it you can see some real things here. You know, uh, and if uh, anyone wants to talk about this, be even more sale talk if this draft goes down and there isn't much of a shakeup. You know, if there isn't. I, I don't. I mean that there isn't much of a a move here. Uh, we have to say, are they going to be back GMs? I don't think they need to. I think I think we've we've gotten away from general managers the past few years. We already like, have them. We yeah. already have them. They have with, them. With, they just don't have one Sonya designated. And yeah, Adam. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I mean, we may go down that road. You know, they may they may do that. Who knows? Plenty of time before we get there. Plenty. You know, there's hundreds of hours of content they have to, to put on television before they actually get there. Uh, I just Those see SmackDown yeah. and Kevin to SmackDown. Oh, Rorito. All right, I'll go to SmackDown. I'll give up my Friday night. Thing. I'll put me on network TV. And we'll just we'll just we'll just stand on the table behind. We'll have another table behind Michael Cole. Like you know what I mean? We'll be like the additional table, and we'll, uh, we'll be the the internet commentary feed. Yeah, the internet internet commentary. I'll be just, just read your comments on screen all the time. People say a lot of people with different takes here. I don't know, man. It's it's needed. I would say that it's definitely feels like when you watch Monday Night Raw, there's a lot of redundancy in terms of matchups and storylines for the women. I would say this is absolutely needed. They definitely need to shuffle the deck there. But, you know, the women's that women's tag, well, they can float between shows. That's that's made mm-hmm. the brand separation feel not as much. 
you know, not as much of a thing, you know. Did they yeah. need did they need a women's NXT tag team titles when you could have just put the WWE women's tag belt on that show for a while and you know and, and move it around every few months when you want to. Uh, but I don't know. I, I I'm of the thought where, you know, it's there's some people in the mid card that'll benefit from this the most. You know, a guy like Yashinsuke Nakamura going to my at Raw, you may think it's not that big of a deal, but maybe it's more time. Goes over Raw, fresher show. You know, uh, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, they go to Raw, they get fresher opponents, different deals. I, I can see some different things in the mid card really doing it. Um, those will be, those are harder to call because the deck is so thick there. Near the top, I do see a Roman moving. You know, I do see maybe a Randy Orton moving. What do you think? I would love to see Roman Reigns move to uh, to Monday Night Raw. I mean, that used to be his show for mm-hmm. a good three or four years before he got moved over to SmackDown. Um, but and keep Rollins on SmackDown. That way, you have a key marquee and Seth Rollins on the blue brand, and then your other key marquee guy on on Monday Night Raw on the red brand. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, will it happen? I don't know. And here's the other question. Will we have NXT involved in this draft this year? Great Will, question. Are they going to dig into that women's division, which is possibly the deepest women's division in all of professional wrestling? Are they going to dig into that women's division and fill the ranks that they need for Monday Night Raw and SmackDown? I mean, if I'm NXT, I want to be in this draft. But as, as we're seeing, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Uh, I, don't, I don't see what, what the problem it could hurt with it is. Uh, is it the third brand in terms of attention and viewership? Yeah, but do you want to keep treating it like it's this other other island? You know, and it isn't on. Par and that's with the, the thing. There's no clarity there. You know, because there they, is no you know, one yeah. one year they want to call it the third brand when survive when they were involved in Survivor Series, but then they completely just not even acknowledge it the following year. So what is it? Is it a brand or is it your developmental system? I'm always going to defend it as the third brand. That's just how I view it because mm-hmm. because because of it is legitimately a, th- a third brand. It's on cable TV for God's sakes. It used to be on the network only. Remember that? Mm, true, true. Different times. You know, it's now got a TV show. Got to get some maybe some viewership up there. I'd love to see them get a big name. It wouldn't hurt. Would it hurt a whole lot for them to get a big name guy? You know, Shinsuke Nakamura goes back to NXT. That'd be rad. Want to be crazy? Yeah, that would be cool. You want to get crazy? I'll get crazy. Get crazy, bro. Get just local. For J- just for a little while. I want to see you get local. Give me a big name guy from Raw or SmackDown that's not doing a whole lot and drop him in NXT and watch it just be a completely new thing for a guy like him. So Jeff, if you Jeff do Hardy, something like that, Jeff Hardy in NXT would be different. So here's my thing with that. Like, if you're going to drop a big name to NXT, even though they're at the CWC, if you're going to drop a big name go to NXT, would you want to use that big name for a tour so that way you can start taking NXT on the road? And and they're, they're already talking about doing that. Uh, NXT is reportedly looking at doing what they call the Coconut Tour, which is just a uh, – they do these uh, – they're basically they're non-televised shows. They used to do and, them all the time over here. They used to do – yeah, they used to do them all the time. They would draw like two, 300 people out here. They were really, really fun shows. And you'd see maybe one or two people that are on the television show. But basically, it was a big platform for a lot of the performance center talent to come out and perform and get reps and be in front mm-hmm. of crowds. And, and it was like WWE was running their own indie. You know, they were and they were running sometimes separate storylines with it and they do a lot of fun stuff with it. It was house shows. It was a house show for NXT, basically. 
Uh, and, you know, we were surprised when WWE announced this return to touring in mid-July that that included house shows. We thought this would be exclusively just televisions and pay-per-view, and they announced a handful of different house show reps on there. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if we see more of this shakeup in a sense of, well, what's a good show that we want to have tour together, too? You know, that's it's not just television anymore. It's what's the most attractive combination that we want to play with uh, on, the, on the house show loops, which they can do anything they want with. Uh, but once you start getting those guys touring in a loop together, then they kind of know, like, all right, I'm um car renting with this guy or gal i'm i'm renting a hotel with this person or that person you know they want to know who they're going to be with because they want to know also who they're going to be wrestling and working with too so it's gonna be interesting to see here uh honestly with a good take here we've heard that uh brock lesnar in play to come back to wwe uh he says the return of Brock lesnar on raw with mr paul Heyman. so paul Heyman be uh he'd have roman on fridays <laughs> You have uh, Brock on Mondays. No rest for Paul. No rest yeah. for Polly. Paul, polyamorous Paul Heyman. Yeah, he'd be all over the place. Uh, lots to talk about here. Uh, people saying, let's, let's get crazy. They want to get crazy. Get want cra- some real hard shakeups, dude. James, I'm with you. I want to see some big movement. I, I brought up Jeff Hardy. You know, they haven't been doing anything with him for months. Move him around. You know, move that guy around. Do something with him. Uh, put him in NXT. Do some exciting things with him. Drop Randy Orton in NXT, I think, would be wild. I would love that, would that. Be, that just for a little insane. while, just for a little while. Like it would just be like the combinations, like his pedigree, his level of, of delivery with a completely fresh talent would be really exciting. Him and Finn Balor, like him and Karrion Cross. Come on, dude. Uh, that, that's, that's a pay-per-view sellout main event right there. That's a takeover. That's a WrestleMania main event right there. Karrion Cross mm-hmm. and Randy Orton. Oh, and NXT. That's crazy, dude. All right, so let's get into yeah. the sale rumors. All yeah, right. man. We've, we've been hearing about these like crazy since the big releases last week. And Oh, my and, God. And uh, uh. I, understand, I understand there's a lot more people watching and listening to Sports Kita since it happened. A lot of people watched our content on that last week. I, I, I'm going to say thank you for watching our stuff, but it is also weird that like a really depressing story, like a bunch of <laughs> yeah. people losing their jobs and this budget cut thing where um, – we're a part of that, but if this is a new way that you're discovering our show, fine, great. Uh, hopefully, you enjoy it and you, you jump on the old, you jump on the old virtual couch with us and and and, t- and talk it up here. Uh, so, what is the latest on WWE investors saying that they actually don't think this is happening? That's right, Kevin. So, as you guys know, there has been tons of speculation about how WWE uh, is preparing to sell the company after the numerous cuts of the roster and the staff. Well, according on Twitter today from uh, WrestleNomics, uh, Brandon Thurston, uh, he said that not even WWE investors believe that uh, that this sale that everybody's talking about is happening. Um, and even he talked a little bit about it more on Twitter and even put up a graph because this also has to do a lot with the stock value right now. Um, he said that he talked about with five people who are WWE investor and the investor community in the last 24 hours about mm-hmm. the notion that the company's recent actions indicate that they're preparing for a sale. Not a single one of them thought so. Even the stock price is no selling wrestling Twitter. So the stock's saying one thing. The investors are saying another wrestling twitter re- internet wrestling community just likes to take it to another level and uh you know just you know start these speculations so and it's so far it was, the- it's worth addressing because it was widespread speculation like the snowball oh, yeah, was rolling 
but here's the thing there's nothing been credible like you couldn't get anyone from any big financial institution um i reached out to someone i know that's involved in media trading or anything like that and they were not familiar with wwe and i couldn't get them to go on the record i wanted to try and get someone on the show this week they said i don't want to go on the record because i actually want to find out what's going on there so i was yeah. i was like oh okay all right so like do you think that could be would you want to find out because you want to maybe be involved and in, in sometimes they're like no i just i just want to see what happens first like there has to be some yeah. more movement and i said so there isn't enough movement here he's like no you'd see a lot more drastic things being done like Correct. uh there'd be a lot more drastic things being done and also they would try and do that closer to uh, uh after or before a very very big transaction that that doesn't have anything to do with releasing talent like that so Maybe this is something where they said, like, hey, we're in the pandemic. We can run our talent roster, which is the front-facing thing that fans see, so that we can say, oh, there's money tied to that for sure. There's, you know, millions of dollars tied to a guy like a name like Braun Strowman, which was the shocking one that we saw uh, in that batch of releases. Uh, so millions of dollars here. It's all gone. They can save it. They can go back on the road. They can, you know, yeah, save X, apply X to overall revenue. Uh, margin of profit is you know z so it's it's weird when you start treating people like numbers you know but <laughs> it's all about the bottom line kevin it's all about the money the money 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 Green yeah is good did you ever think there was anything to it i'm not saying it's dead i'm not i'm not i'm not saying i, it's, I don't it's think out there it's, it's a possibility it's still out there it's still out there and i just think you know um the wrestling community on the internet, either either Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. or Twitter, just on social media, um, they they li- sometimes they like to like put dots together on certain news. It's like, oh man, well they're doing all this. Well, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have any concrete evidence to to really solidify if that's really happening or not. Oh, we got, some cra- we got some crazy dots that people are trying to connect. Oh, and, oh and with this live, oh, you want to hear some of these? Because that's oh, what absolutely it is. like the idea of WWE, absolutely the idea of WWE being owned by anyone not oh I got shares too but I'm not going to make that much money off of if they sell the company. Bobby's texting and said, "Sell the company, I got shares." Oh wow, somebody's been stonking it up, doing the Doge thing, and he just wants you know a, a real pump and dump. Uh, so uh, Paul texting in here said, "Dwayne the Rock Johnson should buy WWE and make it like it used to be." <laughs> just, just yeah, yeah, that, that's the way it should be. I mean, listen, people want Dwayne the Rock Johnson to be the president of the United States. He can't do both, guys. Come on. If you smell, la, 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 la. no, uh, sorry, I can't do that. It was my old job. I can't, I, I cannot say that. And um, but if he is, if he is the like he buys it, right? Yeah. Can he cut like the presidential address, State of the Union, in the Rock persona, like? <laughs> he, just, he just comes. He's always got no sleeve suits on, you know. He's got. Come on, you know how those he has arms, his dude. Music. He's 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 bumping the state of you know the, the, dumping, the chief of staff. He's dumping the water on himself before he cuts the state of the union. <laughs> he's just just shaking all the water, the water beads off into all the members of Congress. Now, you know what? We're getting we're getting out of hand here. It doesn't matter if you like my infrastructure plan. You're going to vote for it. Um, so, yeah, a lot of ridiculous stuff here. Um, other people with different. Uh, th- this this is the craziest one. I'm trying to find this. Somebody saying this. Okay. So this, this is the one I saw. Uh, this is a crazy take. But Tony Khan, owner of All Elite Wrestling, owner of Fulham FC in the English Premier League, owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Shaw, the Shaw, the, the Khan family, Shaw Khan, 
Very, very successful per, uh, person, his father. Very, very successful international businessman. They should buy the WWE. <laughs> I mean, it's pro wrestling. Anything can happen. If the last 30 years of pro wrestling that you've seen, I mean, come on. Like 2001 was like the most historic night when you're watching Monday Night Nitro and then all of a sudden you see Shane McMahon pop out of nowhere. So anything literally can happen in professional wrestling. The name on the contract reads Khan, but it doesn't read (laughs) Nick Khan. (laughs) It reads Tony Khan. Smackdowns <laughs> moving to TBS. And, <laughs> and then Tony Khan does the same promo that Vince McMahon does. We so the problem the, is I dare you, you grab your competition. You know, by you know the what neck. <laughs> you know that AEW loves doing all of that inside, like the tongue-in-cheek, like uh 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 stuff. At some point if this like at some point in this discussion of uh, WWE New Japan continues, all right, we haven't heard any new rumblings with that, uh, but AEW obviously has a relationship with them. That continues. At some point, they're going to get more of that. Tony Khan's going to cut a promo somewhere on a beach for some reason in a gray, uh, gray turtleneck or something like that. They're going to do weird, silly stuff like that. They're going to keep that up. Uh, uh, Michael Irvin is uh, saying here, honestly, WWE should do cross-promotion because it would help with talent and open that forbidden door. Well, here's the thing. That Forbidden Door has already been open. Chris Jericho was on Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, Broken Skull Sessions. That was and huge. They talked plentiful about All Elite Wrestling. So there's already something going on there. Um, You know, and then there's th- this discussion of, you know, now if, if the company isn't for sale, are they making these major media moves? Is it something where they would want to buy All Elite Wrestling? I've heard that rumbling, too. And I can see some people lose, really losing their, their mind about that. Uh, if WWE wants to buy All Elite Wrestling now, um, number one, I think you're going to pay a lot of money for it because they're, what they're doing is they're essentially buying their competition. Uh, number two, uh, if, if, there's, if they're buying all that money, do you get all the contracts? What are the contract arrangements with people? Do you get bit like you did when you did WCW 20 years ago where the major issue when they bought WCW is, yeah, we get the tape library, which in the long run, you know, proved to be worth it because you could do the network with it, right? You could do all the, you could do the WWE network and the on-demand stuff, and that made it uh, mm-hmm. a complete library for hardcore fans to go and get. Uh, but at the time, that wasn't viable. So, but you couldn't get all the big names. So, if they buy AEW, do we get Moxley? Do we get all these other people? Do they come into the fold? Do you let it run as its own operating entity separately, just so? everything's under the thumb brother you know everything's under one umbrella i i i can see the 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 blowback to that being massive you know like the that that would be a seismic hate wwe day because what is the number one thing that people do in wrestling number one thing hate on wwe is hate on (laughs) wwe hate on wwe and and and, and all the time blindly and passionately and and take any morsel of, of any negative morsel and, and just try and turn it into a Molotov cocktail to throw at a wall and watch. Uh, we're taking down the machine. Um, <laughs> it happens like crazy, man. Yeah, and it's interesting because every time you know this whole argument comes up, or when there's a major AEW pay per view, mm-hmm. the first thing is like, oh, they'll go and 
criticize WWE or if there's a WWE pay-per-view, people are always going to crap on it one way or another. They'll always find something negative about it. And, and they'll always w- be louder. The, the, we we yeah. touch on this. They'll always be louder. All the time. All about the time. hating it than, than liking oh, it. Yeah. Because they don't want to seem counteract. There's, there's plenty of people you guys know that enjoy something about WWE, but they kind of keep it low-key. But yeah, it's I'll, almost I'll, like they're closet I, hey, fans. Dude, I'll be there for the shit post. I'll show up for shit posting <laughs> and memeing and stuff like that, but you won't catch me saying I like it, even though I like it. Even exactly. though I, I, I won't want to draw a SmackDown. Exactly. I'm checking out the pay per views. You know exactly. Like, uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's well, I don't watch. I don't watch WWE. I watch NXT. You're watching WWE. Shut up. Tell me. Exactly. Get over yourself. You know, it, you're, you're absolutely right. And but you if watch WWE ever f- did that. And don't don't treat it like oh well I'm with the new ECW I'm with all wrestling you're with ECW with money that's what you are you you are following ECW with a bigger budget that that's what AEW is and I mean that in a it's good what, way it's not a bad thing to call anything it's not it's what it, it's what ECW should have been with the proper budget yeah yeah absolutely uh, I want to get into there's a question here uh, NXT evolved yeah that's always been in play here before we sign off here. Uh, other people with different takes. There was one one person asking about that standing issue of is WWE still trying to work on something with New Japan and how does this deal work? Dan sent this one in. Thank you, Dan. He goes, can someone explain to me how WWE would be able to work with New Japan? I thought AEW was already working with them. Well, Dan, you're absolutely right. Uh, Ollie Wrestling is working with New Japan and has had a standing relationship with them uh, dating back to the early part of the spring. And we saw Kenta. We've had John Moxley go back and forth between his main uh, wrestling home is Ollie Wrestling. Uh, but he's been doing these big matches at the Tokyo Dome, big shows uh, for them. He appeared on New Japan Strong, so he's wrestled matches there. Chris Jericho has done it. They they had Yuji Nagata come over and have a match. So a lot more New Japan being presented by Ollie Wrestling and that cabal uh, that the non WWE cabal they formed between them and other promotions like Impact. So, what would WWE come in? WWE would come in, and the, the report is Nick Khan, the new, uh, vi- the new president of WWE, the number two guy in the company under, underneath not Tony Man. Khan. Not to be confused with Tony Khan. Different spelling. I know it's a very easy way to to, to mess it up. He has said that the, the the report is that he is working on making WWE the American exclusive partner of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And what that arrangement would be is not clear. There's been a lot of indication PWN said or a big uh, big reasoning in this would be Daniel Bryan. Would be a way for Daniel Bryan to be able to go work those dream matches he wants in Japan, a big Tokyo Dome dream match, the five star, you know, Meltzer just throws the stars at it, right? Uh, and it would be that type of scenario. Uh, and they would get some type of talent exchanged in that regard. Uh, I'm of the thought uh, it's a little bit more if it does happen. It involves a lot more of WWE trying to have a Eastern expansion into Asia and do some bigger and bigger things there, which they've wanted to do for many, many years. So that's how it would work. And AEW would be cut out, cut out, cut out. And impact. And impact would be cut out. Uh, I don't see that exactly happening here at the moment. But what's to stop New Japan? From uh, playing everybody, you know, <laughs> what's to stop them from saying it, maybe it isn't that much of an exclusive thing, you know? It's just well, in this window, it's exclusive, and in this in this six months, you're not going to have any back and forth between you and AEW. You're going to do it just with us, and then we're going to nip it in the bud, and it's over with. I think we'll know, you know, in a month or two whether or not this is a real thing, uh, or if it was just you know WWE trying something and it didn't go anywhere. What if New Japan does a triple cross at the end and he takes everyone? 
They get everybody. They played everybody. They get everybody. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Could definitely happen here. Uh, people just want Daniel Bryan to come back. I agree. Michael 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 just wants to see him come back. I agree. Well, I I think he'll wrestle again. I don't know where. Uh, it seems like it'll be WWE, but we don't know. We don't know for sure. Uh, if you enjoyed this video and you've been watching it this whole time and you have not hit a like button, you haven't given us a reaction. Maybe you didn't even like it. Let us know what you feel. Uh, if you're watching on demand and you haven't jumped in the comments below, go ahead and do that. All right. Also, if you haven't done it, get us in your ears. All right. The Sports Kita Podcast. All right, has hours of content, just like our video feed dropping every single week. Go ahead and get that. It is available on Spotify. I believe we are now on Apple. Uh, the last few days, I'm trying. I'm trying to see. Okay. That. Uh, so all those all those good things are charging along here. Uh, you can follow us uh, on all on all the different social medias on Instagram. Uh, I don't believe we're on MySpace, but we are on Facebook. Many of you follow us there as well. Uh, and definitely check out our Twitter. Our Twitter has been blowing up a whole lot recently. A lot of stuff to come from Sports Kid Wrestling uh, in the weeks and months ahead as wrestling roars back in front of fans. It's exciting stuff. Saw GC. Did you see any of the GCW uh, tournament of survival? Clips. Yeah. Yes, I saw some clips of GCW. Uh, I also caught some clips of uh, uh, Paul Logan and um, Floyd Mayweather fight. Before For, we sign off. Know, GCW, it was great to see them in front of fans. The Zack Ryder return and him attacking the Yeah, Cage that was, was great. Done perfectly. Like because people thought that it was, was gonna good. be John Moxley underneath Yeah, because he was just moving, you know. He was, he was doing all that, uh, he was doing all that stuff. And people were, and then he played them and he was do, he was swear. It's so fun to see a PG character like him swear at people. It was kind of cool. Uh, but I didn't get to see a lick of this Paul Mayweather thing because I was let's beating. just put it like this. It it was it was a it was a WWE match, and Floyd was the veteran. And Paul was the was the green guy. Let's just put it like that. All right, because so Paul was cle- Paul was clearly knocked out from that uppercut, and Floyd clearly carried him so he didn't get knocked down all the way to the ground. So let's just put. A- so you think at some point this thing should have been ended? Oh yeah, that match. Like if if Floyd would have not caught him, mm-hmm. he would have been completely laid out, and Floyd would have won by knockout. So you think the whole thing was well? I mean, it wasn't Absolutely. even. It was, a, it was an exhibition, so it wasn't even like there wasn't even going to be like a real winner or a loser in this. The thing. records weren't even on the line. There was no records being uh, <sighs> being uh, affected here, so nobody's records were affected. It was an exhibition match. Floyd Mayweather made a hundred and twenty plus million, and Paul Logan made eighteen to twenty million. So Logan Paul. Logan Paul, it doesn't matter. Uh, Paul, uh, one of the one of the Pauls. You know They're both I mean. making more money than than we'll ever make in our adult lives, so it's fine, right? <laughs> yeah, Christopher, even Christopher Ryan Cooper saying the damn thing wasn't even sanctioned. Yeah, so. it was not. It was not. But hey, they sold out a stadium with it. People want to see a fight. So uh, maybe that's the next generation in combat sports. You know, predetermined boxing. It's not like they haven't big. It's not like they haven't had fights like this before. You know what I mean, right? And this, this is a big thing: is these guys sell tickets. You know, I mean, uh, you have fighters that are legit that aren't moving the needle like these Paul brothers are. And they're, watch, Mayweather's going to do something with either the other one. If the other one, uh, I know he's taking on uh, Woodley from the UFC. Woodley last time he was in the UFC did not look particularly great, uh, but has a stand-up game, so he's going to fight the other uh, Paul brother. That'll be on Triller, I believe. So that'll be a good thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah t- uh, uh, Tim of the Captain Ray Flores. I know Ray Flores very, very well. Him and I went to Columbia College together. We graduated together. Uh, he's been calling these fights. I haven't been able to talk to him about this. We've traded a couple of texts 
weeks uh, before the, the 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 first big trailer fight that he did, and he just said it was otherworldly to call these fights. So uh, the the attention on them is through the roof. So very very happy for him, you know, in that regard. Uh, but hey, a lot of people making money selling selling tickets and stuff like that. Hey. So there is something to it here. Uh, what well, I didn't mind uh, getting getting some pro wrestling talking about that because <laughs> seems like there's a lot of pro wrestling people that wanted to talk about this is a work. I saw a bunch of people say this is a work. Like a lot, a lot of wrestlers, uh, we're just going off on this thing. Uh, yeah, so I that was worth mentioning here. Uh, I saw definitely. a post on Twitter that said, "I don't want to hear anybody giving pro wrestling flack after this Paul Logan Mayweather fight." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, touche. All right, we went a little long, but I think you enjoyed it. If you like just going long, come on, hit that like button. Go ahead and give give us give us a little bit. Of, give us a little. Give come on, give us some scratches. Give us an itch on the back there. Uh, you can follow him on the Twitter machine at Jose underscore G underscore official. You can follow me at Kev Callum. All right, give me a look there. I'm a busy man. I'm chasing one microphone in the next on air for uh, in Rockford, Illinois, Monday through Friday on air, Springfield, Illinois. On air, 95 Will Rock live tomorrow morning. Trying to get that strap. Trying to earn that the busiest man radio show spot. All right? That's what bro, I'm trying to do. The busiest man in the Midwest radio area, bro. Yeah. That's you. I, I, You're the I, I, secrets of the Midwest. I, I'm, 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 no I'm hustling, dude. Hustling. Also, reminder, uh, my wrestling home, A-A-Dub, A-A-W, the top independent pro wrestling promotion in the world presenting crush and destroy this Friday. Maybe SmackDown, not your bag. You want to, no, no, come on. Support wrestling crush and destroy on fight TV. A $13 pay-per-view is going to be fantastic. Uh, also check out AAW on demand. We have our uh, shows that we filmed through the pandemic with safe, distant audiences. I work as a backstage interviewer. I do the mean gene stuff for that show. Uh, check that out. AAW on demand.com nine bucks a month. Great on demand library ton of stuff with seth rollins before he was a big name with uh ruby riot before she was a big name i mentioned one of my favorite matches i've ever seen live was uh brian danielson versus silas young in, in front of 300 people that's on there go check it out what do you got going on bud well man the chuck palumbo interview finally dropped today so check it out it's on youtube available right there it's also available on facebook so make sure you are subscribing hit that notification bell so you always are up to date when we have a brand new video or a live stream. Also, uh, this week I have an interview uh, with um, the owner of Pro Wrestling Action, brand new promotion here in Orlando, uh, launching their inaugural show, and also uh, some new shows that I've also been involved with helping with uh, with their marketing. Uh, Lucha Libre America. This is a new reality show, ten episode reality mm. show on uh, the ten hottest prospects in Lucha Libre from puerto rico from mexico from south florida from all over the place right now it's available on demand luchalibreamerica.com so go ahead and check them out fantastic 10 episode reality show with all tons of wrestlers wrestlers you've probably seen on aew dark uh on the independent scene they're all there lucha libre america check it out and on thursday night we got recons of wrestling by 8 p.m with the current um pro wrestling action ceo uh dan mac shaw so check that out 8 p.m Thank you, guys. Appreciate the uh, love. Appreciate you guys supporting the show. And remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what? Jose G. Tello. Enjoy wrestling.